0: Welcome in everybody to another edition of the Return of the Roar podcast. Uh, we are joined this week, uh, Frankie Cardiselli. As always, y'all know him. He's joined us several times. Jay Mars from the Carmichael Dave Morning Show. I'm
1: super excited to be Jay here Mars. and talk the basketballs. Yes,
0: <laughs> glad to hear, have you, Jay. Uh, dodgered uh, out. Yeah, all dodgered out. Dodger Listen, blue. man, when you're in second place, you rep. That's why I said I,
2: I can't. I can't. I can't yeah. wear my. I can't wear my stuff because you know third place, but.
1: I'm not going to say what shirt Chris is wearing, but you need to have a face shield on with it. I'll leave it at that. Yes.
0: No, we need we need plexiglass, <laughs> no, we need plexiglass between we, all of us. Talking we need to around. corner him off. Chris will yeah. need his own plexiglass room. Those that read room. NFL headlines, we'll see between, yes. the, lines. Read between but, the lines. I'm just trying to do everything I can to make sure that we're all safe, you know. Appreciate that, Chris. With the plexiglass. Yeah. Uh, we can't hear you through the glass, though. Yeah. No. What's uh, up guys? Yeah, I mean there's Lots been a lot of <laughs> yeah, we're <to> talking about <laughs> <laughs> we're starting with this and like Political. legitimately like this has been the wildest. Uh we're recording on a Friday. We normally record on Mondays, but uh since there was free agency and California Classic, we thought we'd come to you uh after all that happened. Uh the new league season has officially begun. We yeah. are in uh, a new year. Congratulations, everybody who made it. Yeah. Happy New Year. Uh, A lot has happened, as I just said. Uh, We had the California Classic on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, There was a lot of free agency moves uh, before that. We are now here, uh, officially in the new uh, league year, as I said, waiting still for uh, official news on Tristan Thompson. If he's going to uh, be a Sacramento King, we'll talk about that later. Maybe something will drop. It's
1: 1145 Pacific time. The moratorium ended about two hours and 45 minutes ago. Doesn't it make you wonder on a trade that was agreed to a week ago that there's no announcement that there's something else going on or or am I reading too much into this? No,
2: I think that it's very <laughs> like indicative of the fact that it's some there's something going on, something being added to it. It's like James Ham was saying all week, like multiple times, like that he's heard it's going to go through, and mm-hmm. I still think it is going to go through. Like, but it's probably not going to be the way it was reported because right now all we know is DeLon Wright's on the way out, Tristan Thompson's on the way in, but there might be more things at play.
1: Is there a fourth team getting involved that the Kings might be sending Tristan Thompson to? Again, it's just very strange for something like that to not have been officially announced.
0: Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to add even more te- Yeah, more teams, like you said, if it's just going to be more players. Really, really strange, but also, I mean, we do have, well, there was some question on whether it was confirmed or not. We, we signed Rashawn Holmes back. Uh, it was a four-year. I believe there's still a lot of controversy uh, about the the dollar figure. It was 55 that was uh, that was released. But. Why? Why can't the Kings either sign or make a trade? That it's just like. This report. is it, right? Like, <laughs> and this these is are what the it details, is. And here it is. Because <laughs> yeah, between the Vincenzo
1: be thing, yeah. Rashawn's money, this weird three way trade, like, what is happening? It's just the it's, buddy healed ordeal blowing up. Whatever like, happened Lord. to this.
2: Trade this for this, and here you go. Yeah. We're good. Now it's just like, okay, we'll wait for three weeks, and then it's something completely different than what we heard before. And of course, like we talked about, Rashawn Holmes' deal was reported for four years 55. Uh, that's. I think including a trade kicker, for 50, so it's up to. I think it's forty-seven is the actual figure. Four forty-seven. That's like the limit. But the fifteen percent trade kicker brings it to fifty-five. So it's kind of a little bit of a manipulation in the the report there by uh, his agency, I think. But between Holmes, Alex Len, welcome back, welcome back, Mo Harkless, welcome, welcome back, Terrence Davis, welcome, welcome back. back. Not one has been announced yet, and it's noon. Great boy in three hours and not one has been announced and i know that another report i saw said that things have to be uh they have to be transactioned in the order they were like conducted i don't know how the hell that even works because nothing was signed yet i don't get that uh but here we are we're in a waiting game my head hurts my head hurts
1: <laughs> like, yeah right it's like can we just get this over with so we can actually like talk about this stuff like it's done because mm-hmm. again with the whole thompson thing like You know, when we're trying to break down the roster and the depth, that's kind of a key piece that we need to know what's going on with that. Yeah, we
2: don't know what the hell is going on with anything until we know, is the Tristan Thompson trade actually happening? Because that changes everything. Everything. It means DeLon Wright's still on the roster. (laughs) It means our forward depth is, is Chemezi Metu, Damian Jones, are they still in play? We don't know anything about what this roster looks like next year except for the fact that De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton are the starting one and two guard. Everything else
1: is kind of a question mark. I like that
0: part. That, that, that's that, if, if that's Harrison, all we I mean, know. And I think know. we can pencil Harrison Barnes in as a starter, unless they, maybe you know, they unless they, he's unless, part them, of unless the, he's fired. He's got a nice looking contract, and a lot of people like him. Uh, I don't. I mean, do they love him? What are you? If so.
1: you love Harrison Barnes, what are you coming to the table with? Because apparently Boston loved Harrison Barnes last year and came to the table yeah, with Danny a Ainge. Romeo poo platter of yeah. crap.
2: Danny Ainge is, is holding on to his his prospects and draft picks, just like you know they're worth their weight in gold and.
1: Kind of whiffed on that one. What Danny Ainge did with that uh, haul from Brooklyn and some of the trades they didn't make, that's a whole different podcast. They
2: settled for for Jabari Parker instead. They They wanted Harrison Barnes. They settled for Jabari
1: Parker.
0: They really, really did. And they really tried it, too. They played him down the stretch. He might have played in the playoffs. He played in the playoffs. He was in the rotation. This is not it. I thought Jabari
1: was going to be the guy,
2: too. Oh, I was was, was the
0: leader of the Jabari Jabari tribe.
2: Was I was big in the Jabari tribe yeah, I remember when he was making his decision to go to college or he was either going to go on a mission mm-hmm. or go to Duke and he had this big press conference that said he was going to Duke and I was just, stoked
1: we were we started the before we even started hit record what did we say injuries suck guys uh, they okay. just suck
2: they really do they really do but we're still here we're still waiting so I guess we should just kind of how do we feel about the moves like the That's do, we, was, yeah. do we like do we obviously Rashawn Holmes had to return mm-hmm. like we there was no Realistic upgrade at the center spot. If the Kings were to lose Rashawn Holmes, it'd be a loss. Because, yeah, you could have rolled Alex on out there. You could have rolled Tristan Thompson out there. But while Rashawn Holmes isn't a guy, and I know Chris has said this a lot too, he's not a guy you want to have you know, running the offense through him per se, but he's a great defensive option on this Kings team, which is horrible at defense. He shoots 60% from the field. He plays with passion. Uh, he loves Sacramento. He put out the tweet saying he loves Sacramento for more years, and, of course, he infamously <laughs> deleted it. Uh but how you guys feel about having Rashawn back in the fold?
1: Well, I would say just first on the l- deleting thing, I think a lot of that could be due to the fact that he can't sign that deal yet and putting that out there. It's like, uh, you yeah. know, if the Kings and tampering, they probably feel a little bit about, hey, let's keep things on the low like that. Let's, let's take that. Back. I said
0: the same thing, actually, like uh, a couple days after that. And uh, Frankie actually brought up a good point that Mello posted like, his, when he was going to Lakers, the Lakers, he posted that Masevano well, with the Lakers. With the Laker so, logo. I I, I, I said the same thing. We not learned yeah. that tampering doesn't apply to yeah. everybody. <laughs> Especially yeah. not the Lakers and star names. And at Din, least. Dinwiddie.
2: Dinwiddie put up the, <laughs> you're your, your yeah. a wizard Harry. He put up the, you're a wizard okay, Harry. Okay, but see, that's the thing. Leo. He did
0: it in a very smart way. You know, like, because he can just say, yo, oh, I just like
1: Harry Potter. Yeah. What's the big deal?
2: It's tough, but, I mean.
0: I think Rumors I'm, have ruined, or like Woj and Shams. Like They've just ruined, like, being a sport. Basketball fans specifically, it's just like we can't. We almost know too much. Like knowing that the buddy deal was that close to being done. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess it wouldn't be any better, but like it would just. It would feel we would probably be like, "What's wrong with Monty?" Because like, why has he not done anything, and why has he not tried? Isn't that the other side of it? Because I think
1: people just naturally assume if something hasn't gone down, then oh, the front office is sitting on their hands. They're Mm -hmm. not doing anything. It's like. No, remember, it takes two to tango, and in the NBA sometimes three or four, mm-hmm. to actually get a deal done. Other GMs get paid two, and it's not that the front office isn't trying to do anything. I think there's been enough out there that, no, they're they're looking to make a move, but the other team has to want the pieces that you're offering, mm-hmm. and right now, okay, we know. The only thing we know is that they they've talked with Philly about Ben Simmons, and obviously— According to Philly, which, in my opinion, this is just them trying to up Simmons' values, it has to start at De'Aaron Fox. I think enough has gone on that we know that De'Aaron Fox does not need to be included in a deal for Ben Simmons. I think I think Philly has tried everything from trying to say, like, oh, no, we're open to a reunion to try to leverage his value.
0: And there are 29 other teams in the NBA that just they're just not biting on it. I'm wondering if there's—is there any—who's, like, the worst star player for a team— and is there any way that, like, I mean, by worst this, you mean like like lowest value? I mean, this is not the worst star, but Zach Levine or something. Like, sure, who's the number one? Who's the worst number one option? Gilgis. And like, yeah, Shea. Like, would you would OKC? They probably would trade Shea Gilgis. Were or, or would they include? Like, would right, they I get include? Or want to even include him into in a uh, in a trade package for Ben? I, I don't, don't think so. I no. don't either. you
1: SG. I
0: think it literally has to start at some team second option. Like yeah. I, don't, I think that's the best you're going to get. And even then, I mean, for the Kings, like I don't. I, it's going to take a lot to get rid of Tyrese. But like, we
1: but we've seen a couple deals leaked about what they were looking for, and they weren't even looking for the second option mm-hmm. as far as players coming back. You know, they want these massive trade pick returns. But in the Spurs case, they're looking at a guy like Keldon Johnson, who is... Keldon Johnson's solid, don't get me wrong, but it's not like... Olympian. Olympian Keldon Johnson. Come on. Gold or so- possible, silver medalist, possible we'll tonight. Possible medalist, Keldon. No, or silver. Tonight. Or silver yep. medalist. But you know what, the Kings have one of those on their roster, too, so... Hey, no. But what I'm saying is, like, they weren't even, it seemed like, looking for the number 2 option on a team, whether it's Keldon Johnson. You look at the Warriors deal, they wanted Wiggins or Wiseman. That's a fourth or fifth yeah. option on that yeah. squad. So I think they understand that okay nobody's going to give us a number 1 back. We're probably if we want someone's number 2 we're going to have to, you know, let off of all these draft yeah, picks. For sure. To me, I was like I look at what Philly is like, I'm calling Toronto and to be like, "Hey, are you interested in just swapping
0: Siakam straight up number 1?" Toronto probably says no, right? I would imagine Philly says no. I I don't think Philly. Would, that seems like I mean I don't know. I just don't see the. But if the, you're trying to win now and you're
1: looking again for a number one option from somebody, to me that's the only one. That I mean makes that's the most sense.
0: Yeah. Unless they can work a Dame deal.
1: Well, th- you're not Rich getting Dame. Dame which that's kind of
0: that's, been
2: swept under the rug, by yeah. the way. It's like okay, Dude. we're not talking about Dame anymore. It's just only Siakam and and Simmons.
1: But if you're if you're Portland and Philly, it's like come on. If you're really Looking at a number two, and again, you're not going to get a draft pick call from them. I CJ no. McCollum's your best no. option at that point. I think Daryl Morey knows that he's going to get cents on the dollar for Simmons, he's just trying to get 76 cents instead of 71 at this point.
2: Well, we've seen it happen, like especially at the MLB deadline. Like you see people have their offers in, and they okay, no, we don't want that right now. We don't want it okay. Well, guess what? When it gets down to the last 10-5 minute, even.
1: Breaking news out of the NBA. Um <laughs> Memphis is trading Grayson Allen to Milwaukee.
2: Wow. So there you go. Wow. The floodgates have opened.
1: <laughs> wow. But anyways,
2: the my, rich get richer. Yes. My, my my point being just that the offers are out there. It's gonna be a dire situation at some point because it sounds like the the relationship between Ben Simmons and the front office is irreparable based on multiple reports. Uh so at some point, Maury's gonna have to say, hey, Maybe we will take the three first-round picks and Buddy Heald and Marvin Bagley. That's the best offer we're going to have. I mean,
1: If you're looking at it from a draft pick standpoint, I think that will be the best offer. And I don't know how either of you—are you both down with the idea of—I'm going to throw this out there. Buddy
0: and Bagley and three first for Ben Simmons. Do you do that? Yes. If that's what gets it done, I guess eventually. But I three seems like a lot. If it's two, you're all in then? What yeah. if the third one has a protection? Again, I'm just throwing
1: these That's out fine. there. Yeah. Two
2: of the protection seems yeah. like it'd be the more realistic offer. Yeah. I don't think it'd be three straight up. I think two of the yeah. protection from Monty would be like, yeah, I mean, yeah. we want protection. And I've always here. said
1: if they want swaps, cool, but there needs to be additional protections on picks and swaps if you want those included. Well, we yes.
2: we talked about before we started, before Chris got here, if you're Maury, do you want Wiseman, Wiggins, and three firsts from Golden State? Two firsts from Golden two State. Two firsts, or... Buddy Bagley in three first, like one protected from the Kings. It's like, well, if, they, if you take the Warriors offer, those first-round picks, assuming because you have Curry, Draymond, Clay, they're all under contract. Simmons, <laughs> Simmons, Simmons. they're going to be like in the playoffs like every single mm-hmm. It's going to be like a 21st first, twenty. Fifth pick, like I would say, the yeah. Kings'
0: offer is more lucrative. Yeah, you're, those terms picks will probably picks, be in the yeah. teens, right? Yeah, I, I would rather take the Warriors' player hall, though. Sure, no, and, and that's, so that's where it balances out, and that's, that's where me and point. Frankie but were at with that too. I think, I mean, that's a good point about the the draft. I wasn't even thinking about the the the. I mean, in that case, I would say for sure not three picks then, because for me, the Kings' draft pick. The reason why I don't want to give three is that if there's any gold in in draft picks, it is mm-hmm. Sacramento Kings yes, one hundred future draft picks because you're assuming it's going to go wrong. You're whatever, you, you're, I mean, whatever they do, you're assuming. It's not gonna only go wrong. assuming, you can you can look at the history and say like, w- there's no reason to think. Of, I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. It's and especially the I, idea too. If you're, if you're mean, the yeah. Sixers
1: and you're getting those
0: picks, I don't think the
1: idea is to use the picks. I think Maury is then taking those picks
0: and using maybe them. you
1: maybe mm-hmm. taking Tobias Harris's money and be like, all right, we'll give you Tobias in three first for, Bradley you know, star, right, sure. Yeah. And I think, so that's why, to me, for the Sixers, the Kings trade would be, and it's not like Buddy Buddy Heald... Wiggins is a better overall player, in my opinion. But when you talk about the skill set that Philly needs, Buddy is probably a better yeah. fit there. They
2: need yeah. a knockdown shooter. Yeah, like better than Danny Green too. They don't, they don't
1: need uh, Danny. I
2: mean, Danny, Danny Green needs,
1: Green's back in Philly he's though. Back baby,
2: for two years. Like okay, I, he got Buddy. two
1: and twenty. Yeah. We, we need to applaud. I mean, Benny Wiggins'
2: contract, contract is all ridiculous. <laughs> just Buddy Hill. Just, just trade for Buddy Hill. Give yeah. us Ben Simmons. You know, why are you, win, you win? saying it like this? Like, come on, guys. You know, I'm just kind of whispering in there. Say, yeah, you know, Maury, come on.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I don't uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I think if I mean if that's really what it comes down to like I said, I'll, I'll I'll sign me up because getting Ben Simmons at least for the Kings that may potentially at least put them you would hope. You would hope that if you're making that deal, those picks and thanks to the stipian rule it'll be mm-hmm. you know 2022 20, and 24, then 24 or whatever, yeah. So you have those year gaps where you can if the if it doesn't work out, at least they'll have one pick. Um, I you would think that they would be a playoff team, and that would hopefully at least, like you said about the Warriors, raise that right. to fifth seed. I don't know.
1: That's what I mean. I think they would grab those picks and they would try to trade them immediately.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we we talk about all this
2: when the talk isn't even been. It's it's si- Pascal yeah. Siakam is the talk of a town right now. Kings fans are clamoring for some Siakam. In their morning cup of
1: coffee. Who do you guys like more, Siakam or Simmons? Simmons. Same. It's a, I, I, yeah. I think there's
0: a conversation to be had. I think but, Siakam uh, would be cheaper, though, right? I think Siakam's... Uh, margi- same, marginally.
2: Same I, player deal. Like I think less like,
0: picks. I like less Siakam... Pick. I would hope. I only like Siakam
2: more because it's more realistic for us to trade for him. But I would love mm. to have... If I had a choice, like, oh, Ben Simmons. If like, I know mm. the GM's going to say yes for the offer, I want Ben Simmons. But I feel like it's more likely for us to trade for Siakam... But it is a bummer because he'll be out for the first month, and it's just it's a whole other thing. Be but, well
1: worth the wait, though. I think but, at that point,
2: but that lineup, the defensive yeah. lineup of then, Fox, yeah. Halliburton, Barnes, Siakam, uh, Holmes, that's pretty enticing to me.
0: If you trade for Siakam and then he has to miss a month, and you're trading Buddy Hield and Marvin for him, I'm that month could be pretty pretty detrimental depending on the schedule too. yeah Yeah. Yeah. I mean last year was a (laughs) buzzsaw to open the year.
1: yeah I mean but at least I think they're a little more prepared this year for something like that from a depth standpoint because let's just face it last year I I told Frankie this because I we were we were talking about Walton and people complaining about rotations I'm like the dude was playing at the beginning of the year before the trade deadline like legitimately six NBA players and like the corpse of Hassan Whiteside yeah. Like what were you expecting? Yeah.
2: The, the bench. I mean, again, I mean, what kind of pivot into the the bench or the the moves the Kings have made, which are only bench moves? But we're talking about is how horrible that bench was. Yeah. And today you see one of the pieces that Ben Nemanja Bielitsa is saying how he's so thrilled to be part Mm -hmm. of, finally, a winning organization. It's like, bro, do you know you played for the Miami Heat, who were in the finals, or what? The Sacramento
0: Kings. Yeah, the Sacramento Kings are winners. Winning. 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 Uh, winning.
2: Well, well, let's
1: just face it. His Miami stint did not go well last year. No. 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 But I would say the when you talk about winning trades, no one talks about the Kings winning the heartless Bielitsa trade. We
0: did, though. I was so hyped for Chris Silva, which is funny (laughs) enough. I was was like, oh, we got Chris Silva. Or whichever, he I don't, don't. Know. Yeah, <laughs> speaking of the uh, bench at the start of the year, I mean, how many of those guys? Daquan Jeffries, I don't think, is on an NBA roster. Glenn Robinson, the third. Daquan Jeffries was on two NBA rosters after the Kings let him go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, who else? Was, it was Glenn Robinson, uh, Nevin Bealisa, yeah, Corey Joseph, Hassan White
2: Whiteside. The bench yep. the Kings have now, yeah. and not to be like, I don't think, like, oh my, it's so much better, but it is, it's very yeah. improved. Yeah. When you look no, at the they, fact they have
1: depth of NBA
2: players yeah. now, the bench <laughs> as of right now with the trade blooming, the bench right now is Davion Mitchell, who's a rookie, but he looks strong with we'll that in a little bit. Ter- oh, will be getting plenty of P. Terrence Davis, Mo Harkless, Tristan Thompson, Alex Len. That's right, and Jamieson Matu will sprinkled in two. Right now, if that trade goes through,
0: that's also assuming that we. Trade Buddy, here. I mean yeah. that, that doesn't have Ty. You know Tyrese is, I guess, our buddy would be mm-hmm. technically our backup. Too. There's like, a scenario and where and Buddy Marvin does stay. stay.
1: Yeah, yeah, so. and Marvin. That's like look at those twelve guys and look at look at roster spots six through twelve as compared to last year. It's night and day. It's Again, night and day. this this is really good. This is going to make them a much better team, but. The way the roster is currently set, it's still not balanced. Like, this is still not a playoff team, in my opinion. This is a team that, if all goes well, will be competing in the play, and if all goes well. But I don't look at this team and be like, oh, yeah, they're making a big playoff push Yeah, they, year.
2: they need a needle pusher. And, like, yeah, well, again, if, can, if you can imagine replacing those bench minutes with Hassan Whiteside, which were, except for the Brooklyn game where he had, like, 27 and 15, or he went just off— uh, Putting Alex Lennon in in those spots, Mo Harkless, like who was good down the stretch, Terrence Davis over the the Kojo minutes, it's yeah, maybe you get like two, three more wins, but you don't get like that big push into a playoff spot that you get from a Siakam or Ben Simmons type move. They need that needle pushing move to be in the playoffs.
1: This team can compete for the play in, and that's a really sad statement. I'm sorry. I'm not I am I know there's still a section of the fan base that's like, you know, the playing is really good, you know. It's like, no, it's not. It's not. If you make the playoffs, mm. that's good. Making the plane doesn't mean a Chris damn long, thing.
2: Chris has long been a uh, uh, we should not be aiming for the plan, which no, I, it's agree. Pa- it's I agree. With. Like, I agree with. It's pathetic. Aiming for the plan so is sad. pathetic.
0: It's just like it's it the sad. most disgusting. Like the, the Spurs have been in the playoffs as long as the Kings haven't been in the playoffs, and they're like devastated that they are now in the position where they're fighting for play-in. Right. Like, yeah. This that's a, what
1: good, or, good organizations should be yeah, devastated. It's, <laughs>
2: it's, like, sure, it'd be fun and, like, refreshing to, like, be, okay, we're on a national televised game, we win, we go on to the 8C game. It's like, yeah, that's fun. but it's like, why don't we just be good enough to be in the watching that game on TV while we wait for a first-round matchup? Like, I'd love for for the Kings to be in that position in the next year or two where, hey, we're the 560, and we're just going to wait and see what happens. Like, have fun beating the hell out of each other in the playing game. While we wait, kind of like the MLB wildcard game. At the like, very go least, ahead. you
1: know what? You're a strong seven, right? And you mm-hmm. know you're going to wipe out anyone in the oh. league and be in the playoffs. It's
2: official. The Kings have announced they have re-signed Rashawn Holmes. Bam! There okay. it is,
1: Frankie. All your fears
0: have gone away.
2: <laughs> Turns out that was a cryptic message saying it's ready to go.
0: It's ready. RTG. Um, no details uh, on the money. That's no, details on no details. No details on the money, which is hilarious. Um,
2: but anyways, yeah, they need they need the needle pushing move. They can't keep towing around the plan. Sure, it'd be fun to like have a 500 record and be in the plan. Sure, I'm not going to say that. I'm not. If they make the plan, the season's not a failure. It's not really a success either. But I would really hope a move is coming. Now that the news mm-hmm. is starting to come out, the reports are being confirmed. <laughs> That's a great Point. That's the first big one yeah. to fall. What's next? I mean, we have you know 20, 30 minutes left, whatever we have left. But maybe something else
0: happens on this. Isn't it a little pod. strange? Was it? I, I did, was it woes who broke that. Uh, Sham. Shams, Shams yeah.
2: broke that news.
0: Woj also was the one who was saying the Buddy healed, uh trade was going to happen, correct? I yeah, feel then like Shams came in it, with it, the Washington hasn't side. Hasn't Woj kind of had a little spotty of a record? I mean, without the glaring uh, first and... He was first for uh, well, and well, goal. Look at it from the Kings standpoint, to your point. The DiVincenzo thing was
1: a... The Milwaukee was a, was a Woj mm-hmm. tweet. The Lakers being close to the Kings buddy deal. That was a Woj tweet. I'm trying to think what else, but it definitely seems like Shams is starting to kind of upend him on some of these things, depending on who his mm-hmm. sources are into different organizations. Um, yeah, interestingly enough, because yeah, Woj says Kings Lakers damn near done. Mm-hmm. Here comes Shams out of nowhere with the wizard side of it. And if you ever go in Lakers Twitter, they always say Shams actually is more in tune with the Lakers organization. Than Woj's, so that's not. It wasn't entirely shocking to see that. It just really comes down to who is sourced where, and, and Shams has done a really good job of getting yeah. really good sources when these organizations.
0: Yeah, man, it's it's just wild. I, it's like I, Woj is always like, if Woj tweets it, it's confirmed. And now, especially, it seems mm-hmm. like with King's news, like I don't want to say don't trust Woj, but like
1: he's kind of been like just, down
0: on the Kings too. Yeah, like no, he had, I, I
1: disagree. Like, did you see his tweet when they resigned Terrence Davis? He I said think this, he owes yeah. them a couple favors uh, as far yeah. as spinning some news positive. He said
2: he'd bring good depth or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. that's okay. the Sacramento's Thanks. young depth that
1: they're oh, building. he did right. usually one yeah. of those supplemental Usually,
2: yes. never, oh, usually he never does yeah. that either. Like, oh, to Mike, me, what a great move by the, by yeah. the Lakers. That's dead. a it's f- like, favor. He finally did. That's a
1: favor from him to the organization. That is a favor. A couple bad reports.
2: It's a favor, <laughs> but yeah, it is like fun watching Shams and Woj battle it out. And like Shams kind of did have a leg up on him this offseason like he does so far, but – you know, interesting. Right now, that doesn't matter. Kings yep. are announcing the news. Yep. What else is going to happen today? We'll see. Uh, but how, I know, how we are we didn't feeling? Even
0: go through the free agent. <laughs> yeah,
2: but before we go into just a, a quick little summer league, like summer league recap, uh, how do we feel about that bench? Like these moves so far, yeah. though, like Let's officially, go thumbs up, how thumbs do we, down. Do we, are we thumbs upping Terrence Davis? Let's go individual. Thumbs up, Terrence thumbs Davis.
0: Up. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go thumbs up. Brings nice depth, a nice little spark plug, X factor. Played well off the bench last year. I'm fine with that. He it. He's a spark plug.
2: He definitely is a spark plug. And again, we talked about it, the Buddy Heel replacement. Like mm-hmm. he's very similar. He can knock down threes, hustles, but the thing he does well that Buddy Heel does not, which is go to the rack hard. He can get to the free throw line. Look
0: at that price difference too.
2: Price difference too. Uh Mo Harkless, how are we feeling? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Or thumbs sideways. I'm
0: I'm like eh like thumbs in the middle for you? Uh, yes. What's interesting is I looked at when you look at Mo Harkless's numbers, they're not impressive at all. No. And I feel like watching Mo Harkless, I was like, I enjoy, you know, I feel mm-hmm. like he's doing good things out there. So I'm in the middle because I'm like, did we see like eyeball test looks great? The numbers say he was not yeah. great. Yeah. Does that mean maybe next year it'll? come together? Does that mean maybe... I'm just trying to figure out which right. side is wrong, or is correct, I should say. I'm
1: thumbs up just because it's a, it was a cheap contract. He it provides is, depth. You can play the three or the four, which is super important, especially because right now Harrison Barnes is the only guy that can do that. I'm fine with it. It's a thumbs up, but it's not like a two thumbs up, like, this is a great move. Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: fine. It's like a, I'm like a thumbs almost all the way up. It's I liked... The fact that he came here, and it seemed like he just was excited to be playing basketball again when he came mm-hmm. here. He was kind of buried mm-hmm. in the bench in Miami, which was a bummer because he was a big part of those Portland teams. And I could just kind of get the vibe that he liked being here. Yeah. And there was like that video, that cool video of him interacting with those fans after the game at one time. wearing
1: gear in the offseason. I think the fans
2: really, really liked him and the whole... Kate uh, Chris Ops thing when he was, I think that kind of won the fan base <laughs> over too.
1: Uh,
2: and, and I, he, again, he's his depth. It's basically an upgrade he's over the, the Glenn Robinson move. It's an upgrade over the Glenn Robinson he's move.
0: He's 28
2: years old. Yeah, he's young.
0: Like he's like, like exactly entering 15 his, years. his he,
2: prime, if you will. He, he's young for a guy that seems like he's been around since I was like in high school. Yeah, is, yeah like he 10 like, years he seems old. like he
1: played on the 98 Bulls.
2: Yeah, so um,
1: <laughs> he, 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 he can play, play with defense. T-Mac and, yeah.
2: He can fill in if, if Harrison Barnes gets injured or, or anyone else in the, in the forward spot. So, uh, yeah. And then, of course, uh, last but not least, the return, Alex <laughs> Uh How do you guys think? How do you feel about it?
1: That That's a thumbs in the middle for me. I mean, he's just— Really? Depth. He's depth. He can come in off the bench, give you some decent minutes. Let's also not forget, Alex Lynn played for, like, I think four teams last year. I think it was two. No, I, it was, was it? at least three. Look
0: at Alex Lynn from last season. He played at least three teams. Where are you in terms of, like, Hassan versus uh, Alex Lynn? Alex Lynn's better it than is Hassan. A huge, okay. That's
2: a huge upgrade, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't call it a huge upgrade because
1: I don't think either of them are great. But it is, yeah. it is an upgrade.
2: Alex Lynn last season played for two teams, Toronto and Washington.
0: I could have swore he played for three teams last And he year. was
2: much better on Washington than he was with Toronto. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go one thumb up. Uh I think Alex brought some toughness to the team that they didn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's an interesting side-by-side with uh, with Rashawn. Uh, you know, Rashawn isn't – we saw Rashawn struggle with some of the really bigger – you know, the Steven Adams, the I always talk about those guys of the world. Um, I think, you know, Alex Len can give you a good 10 minutes max per game. Um, and, you know, if, if that's what he's here for, that's fine. But um, – you know, yeah, I, I hope to not see many twenty five minute Alex No, that'd be that, that would
1: make it a loss. So here's a Alex Lynn fun fact. He was waived by the Raptors on January nineteenth after thirteen regular season games to become the first Toronto Raptor never to physically play in Toronto.
2: Wow. <laughs> wow. The Don't only Raptor. They were in
1: Florida last year. They so. were the oh, Florida
2: Raptors. Yep. He was the only Raptor never <laughs> play in Toronto. Wow. He um wow. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up just because of the fact that he is, he's a block per game. He rebounds. Yeah. And I would say arguably he was one of the biggest trade deadline acquisitions like that worked out for the Kings like in recent memory because he came over and immediately was like, yeah. I mean, the numbers of Sacramento, it was limited, but uh, six points a game, six boards, uh, a block per game. And I know he had a couple double-doubles. Mm-hmm. It, it's just he brings a, an energy off the bench that – Hassan Whiteside didn't last year. Hassan Whiteside mm-hmm. came in and it was immediately just dead. Just His feet are flat on the ground. He's not chasing yeah. blocks. He just is waiting for people to come to him, putting his, his arms up. I mean, Len will go to the ball. Like, he'll go to
1: the shot. Hassan was never known as an athletic marvel, but, yeah, as he has gotten older, he has gotten a lot slower mm-hmm. and just, you know, again, Hassan is a great third center at this point to me. Like yeah. In Utah, he'll be fine. But he'll be if,
2: fine coming off yeah. the bench, yeah, with other former King Rudy Gabe.
1: That's right.
2: I was kind of on board with until we got the the Harkless situation. I thought Rudy Gay, not because mm. of the fact he was a king and I like him, like I just think that kind of bench Is wing would have been fine. Yeah. I just
1: don't think Rudy Gay would be okay with coming back to. Oh, Sacramento. he would not
2: want to come yeah. back here, I don't think. But um, I think that's it as far as yeah. the the new moves until for now. I, I mean,
0: mean, yeah. Well, I'm curious, Tristan Thompson. We, we don't know yet what's happening. I am very much thumbs down. I just don't see yeah. the fit. I, he himself, the personality. He just seems like a, a big show kind of guy. Los Angeles, I think even Dallas would be fine with him. You know, he he's... I mean, it clipper. could just be because of the Kardashian lifestyle as he it's got sad. drafted he's by... He's such a clipper. He got drafted by the, Clip, or by the Cavs, though. So, but you know, he could he can play in a small market. He got but, paid because Rich Paul's yeah. his agent. He's yeah. such yeah. a
2: Clippers course. though. I, I can
1: see him being on the clippers. Like, I don't know. I just... With Tristan Thompson, like, he's fine. As bench depth, he's yeah. fine and, I don't like the. I thought I just think Delon Wright. If you're just looking from a player for player standpoint, is a rather. much better you know, basketball DeLon player. Was,
2: DeLon, Delon Wright was great and, last year. He he was very good.
1: You hear issues with Tristan Thompson and motivation a lot of times. Mm. Just like that's like the last guy we need. I yeah. I thought when I first saw the trade, I'm like, okay, maybe this is the prep in case Rashawn bounces and they need something there. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, but with Rashawn resigning. With Alex Lynn off the bench, you still have Damian Jones and Metz, Metu. It's like. D- it's not. It's not necessary, yeah.
0: and it's also a lot of money. It's. I think he's making nine or ten. dollars yeah. it's. It's uh, a little this year. more. A little more than Delon. It's, yeah, it's. It's. Yeah. It, exactly. We're it's also money. more than what we. What we. And they're both on expiring, paying, exactly. so that doesn't make any sense. Especially
2: no, Delon news. It's like, why would you sign mm-hmm. Alex Len then if we're trading for Tristan Thompson? Yeah. But then
1: again, we haven't heard anything about this trade going we through. So, which yeah. is why
2: I'm thinking, and I hope, and a lot of Kings fans out there, have, I've seen are hoping that. The return for DeLon Wright is in something bigger than just Tristan Thompson.
1: Or it could have just been the the trade gets reported early when, indeed, maybe this
0: trade was contingent. Was this on Woj? It. We need to check. Was it Woj? <laughs> Wasn't it Woj? That I, think, I think it was. <laughs>
2: I think it was Woj. Yeah, it was. He said Sacramento is, or Sacramento is acquiring Tristan Thompson. So That's all I'm all saying is there
1: could be some contingencies on this trade that were either not reported or not told to the reporter. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. It's it's past. This the, it's been three hours. Is this hours. the Why downfall this of
2: Woj? Is this the downfall of? I Roche? think Roche? We're it's the singing Kings brought our... down Roche.
0: I feel like people would blame us. People would yes. be mad at us. Definitely. It would be Are we like... starting a revolution? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's a ten ten episode podcast series on the Sacramento Kings yeah. organization bringing down Woj. Sacramento
0: ten. Tea Party. Let's yep. do it. Um, uh, that's interesting because I know also it has been reported that the deal isn't is being continually worked on, correct? Like, mm-hmm. I think that was Mark Stein, or... I, I should have gotten it's my sources right, but... For,
1: it's such a... It's such an awkward deal, because it's pretty straightforward. Like, what what are we working on? It seems that way, because
0: that's the thing. It's like, there's... It's confusing to me if this becomes something right. bigger. Like, if this become, Let's just if say Pascal Siakam or sure. something like that, now comes back to the Kings. It's like, was that was this always the plan from jump or mm-hmm. did this like develop throughout time because it clearly seems like the deal that was initially reported regardless of what comes of it was reported too soon right I'm just going to be super annoyed if that is the actual trade that goes through it. It doesn't happen until, yeah. like, 8 <laughs> o'clock
1: tonight, and we've been waiting for hours, and it's just the same Tons, I, will hit, right. I will hit everything in my
2: I will lose letters. my mind. It, will, what? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, they had it on a second-round pick, too.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah oh that's what God, held it yeah, up. Yeah, it's like it, a second-round pick that's protected trade 31 kicker. through 58. A 2027
2: <laughs> protected second-round pick. It's like, shut the hell up. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens again if this comes out. And things happen. We're sorry, but we're recording this at sorry. noon. So, oh, I'm so sorry. sorry. Uh, anyways, just to end this, because I know you have to probably leave in a few minutes. Uh, what were your general thoughts? The California Classic ended this, you know, I think it was, what is today? Friday ended two days ago. Yep. Uh, fun time. Fun to be back in the stadium. Fun to watch some summer league basketball. Well, we can say fun, but it was, it was something. Uh,
0: there was your, basketball.
2: your general thoughts... On what you experienced at the California Classic, Jay?
1: Uh, overall, it's a great production by the Kings. And When you got two nights of non-NBA players selling out the lower level, that's really good. And it just goes to show that it's a really fun event. I, I like the fact that it's an affordable way, again, if you're a Kings fan, to come see some new fresh faces, to come see some second-year guys that maybe you have some hope for. So for the overall event is fine. The Kings do a great production there. From a basketball standpoint, obviously on the floor, you got sloppy play everywhere, and that's just to be expected. These guys don't. They just met each other. They, they just met. met each other. They're they're running through offense and defensive sets. To, they don't know each other. Um, from a king standpoint, I I, I don't want to be Debbie Downer here, but I don't put any stock into anything I see in summer league other than did you just absolutely suck? Then the, the red flags come up. I liked what Davion Mitchell did, especially in night one. He looks like he's going to be fun. He looks like he's going to be a rotation piece from day one. Um, looking forward to watching him in the Vegas Summer League, but again, not going to make any any sort of major predictions from that. I guess the I, I enjoyed watching Emmanuel Terry. He's a lot of fun to watch. Um, Jameis Ramsey in only played in night two. Nothing there. Robert Woodard was a little perplexing though. That that jump shot was. Ooh. I know
2: we don't want to be concerned about, like, against Summer League, but... But we, that's what we, I
1: mean. When you suck in Summer League, and offensively, he was not good shooting the ball. And we <laughs> talked to multiple
2: people, like, they are like, oh, yeah, he's been working on a shot. He's been working on a shot. Mm-hmm. I have, has he?
1: With whom? Yeah.
2: Because he had a bunch of open looks for three, and Chris and I were like, oh, Bob, oh, oh.
0: Nope. Again, I mean, it not even the three that it's even, I mid range 15 and footers. Bad. Uh, didn't see him really get to the rim either, which it's is just, if you're gonna have that cu- body, like a couple oops that were yeah, nice, it's, but it's, yeah, it's he, he those... also missed him handle a couple oops mm-hmm. too.
1: It's one of those things where like there was a, a contingency of fans that were like Robert Woodard needs to be playing regular minutes yeah. last year, and it's just like A, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. And B, like you start to see it, these guys, just because they he played, you know, he showed some promise in the G League bubble, but that doesn't always translate at the NBA level, especially yeah. for a rookie second round pick. And I think people see one thing, and it's like, we get, we, and I was telling Frankie this, I think there is still a large level of the fan base that is set in the idea that Luke Walton is an awful coach, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not here to say Luke Walton is a great coach, but it's like, we start to point to things like, the why isn't Robert Woodard playing? Why isn't Kyle Guy playing? How could they let go of Daquan Jeffries? It's like, these guys are, as of right now, fringe NBA players. Not to say they can't improve and, you know, be rotation guys
0: on a team, but Like, we we grasp onto fringe players, and I don't know why. There's no reason. I mean, there's no reason why any roster should have more than one rotational spot for a developmental player like that. I mean, I'm trying to win basketball games. I think Harry Giles is, like, the perfect example of, like, that's the exact type of person that you give 10 minutes to sparingly in games and hope that he shows so much in those 10 minutes that you then are like, we have to play this guy more. But, I mean, Robert Woodard and guys like... I mean, to bring it back to Harry Giles. Harry Giles, I remember, in, in G League would go 25, yeah. 10, yeah. and 8. Dude. And it's like, what is... Well, well, let's play he, the and last
1: year, Scal was here. They I remember they Scow sent him down to well. Stockton. He'd put up like 30 and yeah. 15 but in one Here's game. the thing about Harry Giles. He got a
2: shot. He was mm-hmm. the starting center the for yep. like two months, a month and a half. He was the starting center. Mm-hmm. And he got a shot. And Shows maybe, size. Maybe, he'll, maybe he'll come back. And, and he, he had some games like where he'd have like 10 and 8 and everything, but... You know, it remains to be seen. But Jay is stepping out. He has some fatherly duties. Gotta go pick up the child. I'll see y'all later. Jay, thank you for joining us. Dodgers.
1: Go Dodgers!
2: Yankees we'll see in the World Series, maybe. Probably not. I
1: highly doubt
2: that. (laughs) I doubt it, too. Later, guys. Later, Later, Jay. Jay. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's a California Classic. It was something. We did somewhat enjoy it. We enjoyed being back in the stadium more so than anything. But... Uh night one was definitely a lot more fun than night two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Night one uh yeah, Davion going off was fun. Uh yeah, like you guys said, Emmanuel Terry was was exciting to see. Uh night two had some had some a different kind of energy though. Uh we, well coming
2: we, into it, we didn't even know who was gonna be playing. Yes. We we were talking to Brendan uh Brendan Nunez who was on with us a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. We were we were just saying, Hey, tonight might be kind of a dud if if Jemias and, and uh Davion and all those guys are out. I think uh Namias also mm-hmm. Namias Cato wasn't expected to play, and then all of a sudden, oh, everyone's Everyone. active. <laughs> it kind of changed like we're, oh well, we might actually get some good stuff mm-hmm. tonight, and it just was kind of a dud The it's game. Dud. D- Davion struggled, Robert Woodard struggled, Louis King had a good game. Uh that's pretty much the only takeaways. It wasn't really anything noteworthy. The King Mac blew- McClung,
0: dude, he, Mac he McClung. set the world on fire with his eight total points in summer league. Oh my god. I think Bleacher report was like, Oh my god,
2: <laughs> Mac McClung.
0: But it was uh
2: Kings blowing fourth quarter leads. It's it's a thing in August as well. It it, it did seem like very regular season form blowing a lead mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. But again, it is summer league. We're not going to take all these things away. And let's
0: please not get all upset these about people
2: are taking away the fact that Davion Mitchell after the first night I posted like oh he, he had a great you know first mm-hmm. night and twenty three points in your first ever NBA summer league game with three steals on fifty percent shooting. Yeah. That's a good debut, and people is. are like, oh, what? he's a point guard. He had one assist. Well, now we have another guy who can't pass. Oh, my God, he had three rebounds in 30 minutes. Okay, he's ma- he's probably six Ugh. feet tall with shoes on.
0: Yeah, no, he's
2: very short. Do you expect ten rebounds a game from him? Three rebounds is great for a guard, mm-hmm. I think.
0: Yeah, no, that's – yeah, that's that's – I would say that's probably above average, if not average, for a guard. Let alone someone who's six feet tall. Also, it's one summer league. Also, game. it's summer league. Also, uh, he's not. He's just not ever going to be a, a eight assist guy. Like no. he's he's not a distributor. That's not why they drafted him. Even in you know in, in college, I don't think he had many twenty point scoring games. So for him to get twenty three in his first NBA game, if anything, to me is just I mean, it's it's an amazing sign for it, anyone to score 23 points in a game. But he has it, it in his bag. He's got it in his – he's got a shot. He's got an NBA shot. He took, I think, two threes off the dribble. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made his, his first, first shot. one. Yep, his first shot. Uh, that's super encouraging. He wasn't afraid to attack the rim, which is encouraging. I think he'll have to figure out how to get really crafty down and there. And the
2: free throws were a, are a concern. I mean, not even just like, so. again, what we talk about not to be hypocritical of or to knee-jerk reaction, but the free-throw shooting was bad in college, too. Mm-hmm. That's something that we, we can't have two guards that are both bad free-throw shooters, but it has to
0: improve. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, nothing really—no major, major takeaways. I wouldn't even say, like, well, the defense. oh, let's pencil in Davion Mitchell for— Starting guard. Sec- or even, like, you know, whatever, second-team All-NBA or all-rookie. Um, which I hope he at least is, but you know we I hope. I w- yeah, I, I'm not going to confidently say like this is a guy that we can. He he's going to struggle. I think he's going to at points really struggle and it, not really struggle, but he's going to show some some weakness during his his rookie year. It's going to happen. It happened with Tyrese even. Um, but the defense but yeah. is
2: is the, the key point, and the That's defense the never looked the never mm-hmm. looked it, as advertised. Mm-hmm. He was the pesky in your face
0: mm-hmm. like pressuring defender. And and that'll keep him on the court, and that'll be the thing that for eighty two games, regardless of if his offense is good, we hope that he shows up defensively every night. And
2: these are like were strip steals too. Like they were like mm-hmm. just poking the. Like it wasn't like oh, cutting off the passing lane or anything. He nah, he was pressuring in. the ball, poking it free, breaking away fast break. It was just like really fun to watch. Yeah. So, um, obviously, summer league is coming up with Vegas. Uh, Vegas, Vegas, baby. A lot remains to be seen on what the Kings are going to do. It's on uh, the 9th, correct? Their uh, first it game? starts Sunday. We, our first game is on the 9th, yeah. but it begins Sunday. So we're going to be facing uh, Leangelo Ball, I think.
0: Yes. Leangelo. Yes, Leangelo. Jello. The, the, and I told
2: Chris I at the game. Like, All right, I was like, he's, nah. No, like, LaMelo's not playing. I'm like, no, 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 no. I didn't say LaMelo. Yeah.
0: I said Leangelo, yes. The sunglass stealer. Sorry, is that not appropriate? I'm sorry. I don't know. I mean, did it?
2: Was it confirmed? I think he got. Sorry. I think he was let off.
0: Uh, I think he was like part. I think. Like his, he was with like two or three guys, and one of them stole it. And then they're right. just like, We're not going to college anymore. Yeah. That is, that is literally exactly what <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> what happened. We're just going to leave we're and just go, gonna go to Latvia. My or whatever. dad's going to create his own league. And then, yeah, we're going to go. Was it Latvia? Or? I think it was Latvia, which is Chris land. Like, what the hell is going on out there? A little bit, Lithu- I don't even remember, but it might have been Lithuania. Um,
2: I think that's, that's all I got. I mean, yeah. I mean, just from anything else from Summer League, like we almost saw a fight. Yeah,
0: that's what that's that's what I was talking about when I was like, "There was a different energy night too. It uh, was, people were coming for throats. People were coming for throats. Do was, we need to have a Laker fan conversation because they're different.
2: They are different, and I I don't want to come like we're kings no, yeah. and be like, "Oh, we're but, but also I don't want
0: to show up in the Kings first Kings Laker game and just have like a bunch of Laker fans standing. But they are, this.
2: but the, and not everyone. No, because like it, 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 but they're toxic. <laughs>
0: I would say not every Laker fan. However, I have not ran into a Laker fan that is not toxic. I would say at least obnoxious. And these guys, in, were in a, their own way, these guys like were wanting to fight. Like they were the, le- the, legitimately asking for a fight, just to
2: kind of put it in a quick story. There was a group of guys that were in front of the media section. They they were younger guys, you know, younger than us. we were both twenty six, twenty seven, and they were younger than us. And they just were, you know, talking trash with the kings yeah. and this, this kings fan out in the front was like clapping or he's up and clapped he was, about he
0: was standing up was watching cheering, summer league was which cheering, was which excessive is, yeah. i i would probably if i were just, just someone's <laughs> if i were somebody's team's dad like the yankees or the a's yeah. if i could if i could give an example which the lakers are definitely the king's dads sorry king's fans uh which i am the lakers are our dads um anyway uh you know they're gonna make fun of us. They're they're go- like if you're standing intensely watching a summer league basketball game like it is Game Seven yeah. of the NBA Finals, which like, is kind
2: of what they were saying too. Yes. And then the Kings fan, I think he just said something
0: like, kind of like, I mean, let him live. Like let the dude. Like he's one. He's this is summer league. Like, the context doesn't matter. Yeah. Point is, it's they fine.
2: like so let's go outside. So like literally his whole brouhaha started up, and then the security came in, and they were yelling at the security. Chris and I were just standing there, and literally <laughs> eating our popcorn and our golden one cookie, just like, "All right, well, we're just gonna watch this unfold." And
0: let's uh, give the yeah. biggest shout out to uh, Kings ushers and uh, and um, security staff. That was tough because, man, were the getting- things we they just. Just verbally abused. Man. Getting, and, I've
2: never seen someone get so verbally dunked on, and we are just like bro, just bro just, just walk away. Yeah. Just walk just go but get the cops you know or something what, like man? that.
0: That's not how King's ushers do it. They, they know how to handle things. They do. And uh They, they should have called it. our guy Lee. They didn't even they, call our they guy didn't Lee, over even call, Lee. Didn't even get involved. Shout what? out Lee. What? Lee what? loves us, man. Uh yeah. It was it was absolutely crazy. Different energy. Point is moral of the story, don't get in fights For at sports games. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I can't. Agree. I can't like, more. How low life are you? Period. Like I think of like the Sons and period. Four guy in a time like the Sons and Four guys like kind of yeah. glorify like the fighting no. in sports. It's like why? Are why you are you fighting for a sports team? They don't. Like, they don't care about you. They don't know you. That's bro. what. I, how many times have you and I had conversations? We haven't had them in a while. But like these sports teams don't love us at all. Like I, I told Fever Pitch
2: with Jimmy <laughs> Fallon, it's a great quote in there, man. Where he's like obsessed with the Red Sox, and and he's at that baseball practice for the team he's coaching and, and he's like, well, I'm, I can't go on the, the trip to France with my girlfriend. Like, I'm, I, I, the, the Yankees are coming to town and then the kid's like, hey, you love the Red Sox. Have they ever loved you back? It's like, bro, these teams don't even know who you are. Why mm-hmm. are you getting your ass kicked over it? Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Just, just watch the game. Yeah. And people, I, I get, I don't even get it because I was going to say I get like being obnoxious or being, you know, a little bit too making fun of a fan because whatever that's about as far as it should get. But like for people again, yeah. To take it to like, I mean, I've been to a USA Mexico game in the Rose bowl and like had beer thrown on as an American, like Mexican fans are probably, you know, that the soccer and Mexican fans are a whole different breed. I love my people, but they go crazy. <laughs> um, I just it just doesn't make sense. Like, it's, well, soccer fans are soccer. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Saw, like, that's a what, literally a whole different the, breed. The
2: US, yeah, the USA Mexico. It's like a week ago there was people throwing beers onto the, into the the game. You yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, throwing it on the field is like a whole drilled, different. Yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. I you mean, it,
0: we saw the Verdugo thing. Like, but yeah, the Verdugo like a thing, ago. which
2: is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, things could adapt over the next. Like, we're in a very like ti- we're in Tentative, a time where things yeah, change a lot and things are changing. And you see that in baseball, that they're, they're putting up like they, the nets. Like mm-hmm. there is a scenario I, I could see in the future well, where they block off all the front sections of all stadiums, and people just don't get to sit within five rows of the, of the playing field.
0: Funny you mention that. Everyone should watch it. I believe it's on August tenth. The Mouse and the Palace uh, Netflix documentary Ooh. is going. to I don't think it's like a directly. It's like a part it's of a, part of a of series, series, but, but it's going be a, to be, on be on the Mouse and the Palace. And I think that is going to spark a lot of conversation discussion. about what we're talking about right now. Where it's like, how did I this mean, happen? Because even, I mean, right when uh, the baseball season started, remember how many Padres fights there were? There oh was God. like literally like two straight weeks of just Padres fans getting in fights just and fighting. stands and knocking people, which the I guess good with, on people in San Diego, but <laughs> the
2: Astros came to town. Well yeah, on that one. That's I mean, that's what was the was. beginning. Yep. And I think, yeah. But, anyways. Uh, That's wild. And we're out yeah, there, I don't even know how it's we got not worth it. This, it's, it. Oh, it was the fight. Yeah. It's it's not worth getting into no. a fight no. in front of like if you're like
0: with your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Also, or like or your, your, you your, your could family. not look any smaller of a person. Like, oh, you're real. Like all I was thinking the whole time is like, bro, you're real tough. Calling someone out in a stadium of six thousand people. Yeah. with security here, secu- You really think? You're gonna get into a fight on the concourse. People, like,
2: like th- people think it's like a veil, like that comes down. Oh, I'm I'm way tougher here now because like it's a controlled area and like you're you not you know soft. You're not <laughs> in a in a parking lot somewhere. You're in like a, yeah. a highly populated building with plenty also of like, of things that could happen to
0: break it up. I hate to sound like every old person ever, but think about the children. What about the children? Oh, yeah. Like there's just poor kids who are sitting here. Catching this cross-sectional beef as 117 and 116 are yelling across to each go to other. war. Cursing up a storm. Let's fight. Like, that is that is traumatizing. It like, is. If was, well, if that that was Mal- me as a child, I would not feel
2: so. Oh, my the God. The mouse of the Palace. And there's footage of, like, those kids crying. It's like, well, damn, can you imagine being in those sections? Like, yeah. And you never see any kids in those sections. Like, thank God. Yeah. Like, there's no footage. Of, I never see any kids in the footage that, that you see of them yeah, out I of the Yeah, I don't palace, think
0: Ronald Tess is just going to knock out a shot.
2: that But that thing's so funny how like, he looks at. I think it was at Steven Jackson. He's like, do You think we're going to get in trouble for this?
0: <laughs> Bruh, yes. That is insane. Are like, we, we going to get in trouble for this? Are we going to get in trouble for going up beating and beating the hell out make- of all these Pistons yeah. fans? I mean, that's what it's going to be about, is about changing the. I mean, they're in their right, but
2: whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, I want to push someone's face and yeah. if they threw a beer at yeah. me, too. Like, yeah. but. Anyways, behave out there, fans. Yes, Everyone behave. Please. Uh, you know, it's... It's it's, you
0: know, just, it's just not worth it. It's just like, not worth it. It's, it's not polite to do. It's not. A, A, A. That is point A. Just, just, be, just be a good person. It's just not polite. Just
2: be a good person. Don't get in a fight. What? Chris Weber's on a Hall of Famer? What do you mean? Oh, I'm going to well, kick... What? Yes. It's, it's not that deep. Like I, People talk trash about sports all the time. It's yeah. not worth coming to physical blows over. No.
0: no. Just... Just sit down. Just sit down. Or just, like, eat it. It's like it's road hard. rage, too. It's yeah. like,
2: I've stopped kind of doing my... like. I don't want to honk my horn or get into... Because yeah. what if I... You know, people people die in that, yeah. that stuff, man. They get out of their it's cars hard. and they fight and for
0: what? Yeah. for Literally for what? I for mean, For a yeah.
2: two-second inconvenience?
0: It's wild. <laughs> it, it's just... You never... You can never uh, judge how somebody else's crazy is. It's really no, wild like, out you, here, man. You really... You just don't know. Like, this is why I always say, too, people need to watch UFC because... It's, at the very least, informational. Don't get in fights at bars, bro. No, like oh, I never have, like, never will. TJ Dillashaw could be sitting right next to you, and yep. he looks like Frankie. Like, he's, I don't want to call out your height, he's a medium-sized person, <laughs> and he's buff, but you wouldn't think Frankie's a trained assassin with his hands. And there's a bunch of those guys you've seen now. Like that's this, what I'm saying. They look normal. Who is like, the
2: other kid that's like, really scrawny and coming up, and it's like, that kid can fight? And then you watch him, you're like, oh, they're just like actually built different, yes. and they can just... Like, they'll eat punches and
0: they'll just—they literally are trained to like it's like beat you, yes, unconscious beat you until submission, until you like are are out. So so point is, I don't think I, if me and Frank are bar, now bar fights are just, scary, man. Because like people, people people bring knives, no one's guns, behind, you know yeah,
2: no one's behind the wheel. Like when in some of those like when you're, people are drinking that heavily, it's like no one's behind the wheel. They're just acting on autopilot, and their autopilot might be to break a bottle over your head. It's like uh-huh. for what? For bumping into you on the way to the bathroom. Bruh. It's just I don't know. That's why I haven't missed going out during COVID either. It's like yeah. I don't I don't miss being crammed into a bar and bumping into people and like and I don't know, there's always that person to no, bump into you. and they're they're like upset you accidentally bumped into them in a full bar. Dude.
0: Well Dude. what do you want me to
2: do? Where am I supposed to go? Yeah. I don't want to bump into you. No. I got put anyways. Like,
0: literally, where else am I supposed to go? Like, yeah, We can go all day. Yeah, just be nice out <laughs> be there, everybody. Be to the old man, but it's fine. Yeah, be nice. We're, like, yeah, we're, we're hitting into our late 20s <laughs> yeah. here. We're like, <laughs> just, what's up, oh, dude? What's, this is why I don't go to bars anymore. What? I can't
2: go out anywhere These anymore. kids
0: are always trying to fight me. And-
2: just going to stay home and watch you know, reruns. Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, uh that's enough for our rant for the day. Uh free agency news if it comes, we will be
0: on it. <laughs> we were just stalling this hoping the that the season. Tristan Thompson news would drop it's in that while season. we were talking. Yeah, Imagine
2: so. the, the thick of the off season after this week when the California I mean not the California classic, the uh, Las Vegas when, when that Vegas is over, done. yeah. We'll be in like the we'll have yeah. a month of nothing. Yeah. So no
0: trades. We're gonna
2: have to get like creative with real creative. With having guests on guests. or maybe a week off. I don't know.
0: Get, that brings me to what that the biggest thing that happened this week. We were definitely planning on having Doug Christie on at some point yes. in this off season because obviously he's he's readily avail was readily available. I'm happy you for remembered. Us. I, we should yeah. talk no, about well, that. You for ju- sure. Yeah, you yeah. just mentioned it. Um, as we sit in the studio, looking into yeah, no, I'm literally just looking, just looking into, LA into <laughs> his ghost. Uh, yeah. He used to stand right he used there. To stand right there. And, yeah, Doug, uh, Doug Christie. Doug Christie got hired as an assistant coach. It uh, for everyone. I don't know. I'm not going to break any news here, but I, like everyone was shocked from our side. I, not in like a well, you know and- he he threw this on us, but I think. From what it happened with him, he kind of learned the news. And was like, okay. And as fast as he could, distributed it out to NBC, to us here at KHK. And it was just kind of a very fluid situation where it was Monday, he gets announced. Tuesday's the classic. He was working the classic on Tuesday. Uh, We're going to miss Doug. Doug was... you will, unless you really get to know Doug, like you will not understand how amazing of a person he is because and smart. It just, it just and smart because it just doesn't make sense. Like
2: he's he's perfect for the role. He's gonna be in with the Kings, and it'll be very 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 exciting to watch him work with De'Aaron Fox and those yeah. guards on defense.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a, that's an excellent point because I mean people were comparing Tyrese to Doug already last season, mm-hmm. and for for Doug to actually be able to get his hands on him they're going to be playing the same thing every day pretty much playing the same role working together every single day i mean Doug Doug at the very least is just a great person to have for that for those guys to bounce off of because Doug naturally just is a communication relationship kind of guy Especially with the players, I mean, he, yeah, the players he, like he him bright- already yeah, too. He so brightens up; they brighten up every time they see him.
2: They, they lose Bobby, who goes to Stockton, but yeah. they bring in Doug. That's a great it's, point uh, too. It keeps the the ongoing line of the, that great 2002 team, uh, the lineage of, of all those of those the players are still in the organization. Put so. your so,
0: Foyle hat on there. I didn't yeah. even I, kn- I didn't even think about that. That keeps it going. That's hey, it keeps you know someone in the loop. If that if that gets our guy DC in the, in the booth or in the. On the bench, that it is what it is. I'll but take it. But
2: he does. He deserves it. We're gonna miss him here. We were planning on having him on at some point. Maybe we still can. Maybe we'll, we still we'll, can. We'll find exactly. out. But um, it just won't his, be a definite. His schedule got a lot more busy. But again, like like we said, the the dead the dead time and the off season will be probably the end of August, and then September is when training it's camp begins. Hot. So it gets hot, hot,
0: hot, hot, yeah. hot, hot hot, 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 hot. Training camp, hot, hot. preseason. I think there's like three four days off and then regular season starts which we're still in october Wait for a schedule still. still waiting for a schedule
2: we usually have here. it at this time I'd, I'd imagine we get it in august at some point yeah. we usually get it like by now but i know things got pushed a little bit but um very interested to see how we, be- we begin the season i know last year was tough and uh yeah for now that's all we got
0: anything breaks we'll be the first hopefully to let you know but we will keep waiting Yep, we'll just keep on waiting, as will everybody else. Uh, hopefully, Shams gets to work because uh, we don't need any misreporting uh, on this Tristan Thompson deal. Hopefully, by the next time we talk, I for sure would have thought Buddy Heald and Marvin or and or Marvin would have been moved by, the, by this time. But maybe next time. Maybe uh, next week. <laughs> for Frankie Cardicelli, Jay Mars, who left in the middle of this. Thank you so much, Jay. I am Chris Watkins. Thank you all for listening. Bye-bye.